0: Hi, this is Sandy, and welcome back to the Everything Elsa podcast. In this episode of Treasure Trove, I revisit a piece that I wrote for the Everything Elsa blog on WordPress, uh, in which I talked about how silence as a discipline came into my life and how I am able to um, maintain that practice, um, the weekly practice of silence. So when I wrote the piece in 2017, I had been practicing silence for about 15 years. And so now it is 2022, and obviously it has now been more than 20 years. And I can say without any doubt or hesitation that to practice silence is the single most important thing I do for myself, uh, both for spiritual development and um, (laughs) to keep my sanity here on planet Earth. Now, I understand that this is not an easy ask. It is kind of the exponential (laughs) um, version of suggesting that someone meditate. One of the key things that I hear as um, a point that people make to say that they cannot or could not possibly meditate is, you know, they can't sit still. They can't be quiet. They have too much to do. There's too many things to attend to in their life, be it for themselves, for their kids, for their spouse, for their job, whatever the case may be. There is a list of, I'm not going to call them excuses per se, because I think that typically the reasons people give to not meditate are valid at first glance. However, when you realize that to sit and be still and to be internal actually enhances everything else that you do and allows you to be more present and probably more efficient and more compassionate, all of that runs counter to any um, reason you could possibly give to not meditate. And the same can be said for the idea of practicing silence as a discipline unto itself. Now, harking back to the idea of family or work, you know, for some people, a full day of silence simply may not be possible. I would challenge you, however, to find an hour. During a day, and it doesn't have to be the same day every week, but maybe you say to yourself, once a week, I completely disengage for at least an hour. And if you're going to take that route, I would suggest turning off all devices. If you decide that you want to find half a day, let's say six to eight hours, or a full day from waking until bedtime to disengage, Then, (laughs) in my rule book, you are allowed to, you know, listen to the radio. You could even watch a movie. But the bulk of your time would be spent in contemplation of some sort. Maybe for you, that means going outside to take a walk. Maybe that means um, giving yourself some time to do crafting. Or perhaps you are an artist and you want to tend to that during your quiet time. For me, it usually means meditation, it means writing, it means exercising to some degree, Um, it means caring for my body in some way, and oftentimes it means getting outside for a bit. So however you choose to spend your time in silence, be it one hour or half a day or a full day, see if you can't commit to that once a week, for four to six weeks my hunch is that it will show you pretty quickly how much you need that respite okay so let's get down to the nitty-gritty i am going to take you through a meditation with a mudra that reflects the quality of silence that you are trying to imbue yourself with. Um, before we get to the seated meditation itself, I'm also going to give you a couple little warm ups because the mudra involves um, holding your hands up near or actually on your face, which can exacerbate shoulder tension and make it a little less comfortable to meditate. So let's get ourselves comfortable. Alrighty, so go ahead and sit on a chair and bring that tuckus right up to the edge of the chair so that you can rock your pelvis back and forth. You can think of it as tipping the pelvis forward and rolling it back, but really try to isolate the pelvis here. For some people, it might be helpful to put your hands on the rim of the pelvis on each side. So let the thumbs come to the back of that rim, the fingers are in front. And when you inhale, use the thumbs to kind of push the pelvis forward, tip it forward and down. And as you exhale, use the fingertips on the front rim of the pelvis to push the pelvis back and help it roll back and under. So if you think of doing cat cow on all fours where you arch to curl the tail up as you inhale and as you exhale, you curl the tail under as the back rounds, you're doing that but you've transposed the movement to a seated position and you are only moving the pelvis at this point. So inhale, rock or tip the pelvis forward, exhale, roll it or tip it back. Inhale forward exhale back your eyes can be closed Let the tongue be relaxed in the mouth inhaling forward exhaling back Good bring that to a close and now take your hands and put them on your shoulders again fingers in front thumbs behind elbows are up at shoulder level And again, inhale, tip the pelvis forward, but this time let the rest of the spine arch, trying to draw the elbows behind. Exhale, tip the pelvis back and let the rest of the spine round as you bring the elbows toward each other in front. Inhale, open the front body, arching the spine, drawing the elbows back. Exhale, round the spine, round the pelvis, bring the elbows to come forward toward each other. Inhale to open, exhale to close. Go back and forth just like that, moving slowly at first, and then as the breath becomes more in tune with the movement, you can pick up the pace. Do just a couple more, and then bring that to a close. And now fingers and hands are still on the shoulders, but bring The fingertips and the thumb tips up on top of the shoulders, kind of like a little spider perched up there on each shoulder. And this time, as you arch the spine, draw the elbows down behind you as if you could touch them behind your back. And exhale, round the spine to bring the elbows up, trying to touch the backs of the wrists together behind your head. So inhale, arch the spine, this time looking up as the elbows try to touch together behind your back. Exhale, round the spine, drop the head, touching the wrist together behind the head as the elbows come up. Inhale, elbows down, head goes up, spine arches. Exhale, elbows up, head down, spine rounds. Inhale, up. Exhale down, inhale arching, exhale rounding, inhale looking up, exhale looking down. All those pieces move together as you inhale and exhale. Good, bring that to a close. Okay, final quick bits here. So Extend the arms out at shoulder level to the sides. Palms are down. Curl the ring finger and index finger, the ring and pinky, sorry, ring and pinky inside the thumb, and the index and middle finger point down. So it's like you've got a two-fingered pointer on each hand pointing down. Arms are out. Stretch the arms wide. Point those fingers down. Breathe in and out a couple of times through your nose. And then turn the hands so that the palms face up, maintaining that two-fingered pointer of the index and middle finger. This is a great stretch for the forearms, which will help you with any mudra that you do. You may find that... One or the other of those two positions, pointing down or pointing up, is a little bit taxing, is a little bit uncomfortable. That's the one you need to work on, of course, right? That's just how it goes. Okay, relax that. And now, as you inhale deeply, long, deep, and steady, raise the arms up over the head, suspend the inhalation, keep your breath in, and vigorously shake the hands. Really let the wrists flop, let the fingers go, reverberate that shake all the way down through the arms. You may even kind of bounce around in your body, and then exhale, keep shaking as you bring the arms back down. Great. Okie doke. You are set to meditate. So the mudra that goes with this practice is yoni mudra, Y o n i which means the source. And the mudra is reflective of, as I mentioned earlier, kind of the state that you want to bring your inner self into with this meditation. You basically get a sense of the self as intrinsically connected to the universal whole, that yoni, that source. So to begin, bring your hands up in front of your face and using the index and middle finger of each hand, you're going to kind of cloister the eyes. So go ahead and close the eyes. The index finger is above the eye. It might be on the brows. It might be just above the lid or on the lid a little bit. And then the next finger, the middle finger, is just below the eye. Find kind of the natural nest there for the fingers, and then touch the tips of the ring fingers to their respective nostrils. Don't do anything yet. I'll get you there in time. And then the pinky fingers, let them rest above the lips or, you know, maybe depending on your finger length, they at the corner of the lips. But that's the resting spot for the pinkies. Now, with those ring fingertips on the nostrils, shut the nostrils. Close the aperture, but not entirely. You need to leave enough space that you can breathe in and out through the nose. And when I say go, plug the ears with the thumb tips. You will breathe in and out through the nose five times with the plugged ear, semi-closed nose. And go. If you can hear me, (laughs) plug those ears harder. Okay, so bringing yourself back, you can release the mudra, and I suggest that you continue with that when we're finished here. But know that you can return to that deep sense of inner peace at any time. Let silence be your guide. Until next time, bye.